Herald of Steel beckons. War on the horizon. Chaos reigns supreme. But who will save us? Beckons of the Herald of Steel is a 5th edition homebrew campaign. It is a high fantasy and old school flavored campaign run by me, the young Rognard, and my friends. Let's meet those friends now. I am Anthony Santiago, and I'm playing Norhill Hammerstone, Dwarven Fighter. I'm Jared, and I'll be playing Jarzak, the Orc Warlock. I'm Ryan, and I'm going to be playing Klika, the Goblin Sorcerer. I'm Veronica. I'll be playing Anton, the Human Cleric. While many prophecies are written, our story has yet to be completed. Follow us into adventure. Welcome back to the podcast. It is I, Grognard the Young, the Young Grognard, cooking she live another episode of the Beckons of the Herald of Steel campaign with the adventure. The Oh, wait, no, it's the Herald. Yeah, that's right. It's okay. I'm the Dungeon Master. I know these things. And the quest! The present. At the present moment, our party have infiltrated the Castle Eagleheart on their long-standing quest to finally get some vengeance on our big titty goth succubi queen. Okay? I actually don't know. I've never disclosed titty values. I don't really roll that. You also um, never disclosed no, no. goth values. Well, she's a succubi. Yeah, it's one of the alignment axes. Why does why do all succubi have that big tits? What the fuck is that? It's listen. It's what the kids want. Okay, they drink prime drinks and then they fucking like big titty goth girls. I don't write the rules, Ronnie. Hey, are, okay? are we saying that that incubi can have small dicks? Because like if we're, <laughs> it's gotta go both ways. Yeah, Ronnie. Yeah. I think the answer to your question is in the name. So anyway, uh. As I was saying, the party have officially infiltrated the throne room where Anton had found through visions and scrying that apparently some of their longstanding allies and friends were being tortured in a most indecent and inhumane way, as torture often is. Uh, at this point, the party have done very well to infiltrate the city, sneaking past most guards, most defenses, and most capabilities that both the Herald of Steel and Kalaskai, the succubi queen, have put forth against them. The party, having braced against all odds to get here, uh, now stand right here in the doorway, the cracked and crumbled doorway, uh, entering into the throne room, where Kalaskai stands in a very uh, I would say very evil-looking place. Uh, I don't know any other way to put it. The the room itself is littered with torture devices. The I guess I'll probably give a better description of the room before we jump right into things. Um, as far as the dimensions of the room go, the room itself is about 80 feet wide, and it's about 100 feet long. Uh, there is a pair of thrones at the far end of the chamber, Um a long carpet sort of drapes straight through from the center. Uh, pillars adorn the walls, uh, and on each of the pillars are chained up bodies in different states of uh, aliveness, uh, including some of the party, uh, some of the companions the party have known over the uh, over the months of traveling together. Uh, in the center of the room is a massive cauldron-like birdbath-looking basin filled to the brim with reeking blood. Uh, torture devices line the walls and chains and spikes hang from different places. We've got uh, chandeliers that have fallen and shattered upon the floor. 
the place is a bloodbath. It is something that looks like the the domain of of a demon of some sort. Uh, and demon it is, the party have entered and saw Kalaskai take a crack with her whip and rip a finger off of our halfling friend Margay, who screeches out in a very uh, agonized, torturous way. Um, the party now, having lifted the bar from the door and shoved it open, uh, march here into the entryway to this place, um, where Kalaskai seems to be tauntingly standing before them. And we already rolled initiative off uh, off the uh, mic here. Um, and Kalaskai stands about 40 or so feet away from the party. Um, as far as initiative goes, Kalaskai actually got the highest initiative, which is surprising and not good, followed by Jarzak. Klika, Norhill, Anton, and last, some special. So, our partay begin this wonderful scenario here with uh, Kaliskai rushing at full speed across the room uh, towards the throne where you guys can see plenty of odds, baubles, and devices seem to be stacked up in heaps and piles. Uh, looking at them a little bit closer from where you guys are standing, you can see that there's letters, there's like hair, there's bits of clothing, like bits and rags, little hunks of flesh. Like it's almost like a strange menagerie of of collected items like totems or trophies from either people she's killed or people that you guys have. Uh... Well, how do I put this? Some of it looks kind of familiar, including letters written by Kalika, hair that seems to be of a certain color that matches that of Anton and Norhill. It seems in a weird way as she starts rifling through the pile that she's looking for a particular few things. And as she turns around, wickedly smiling, she points directly towards Norhill and holds it up. And she says in her cackling, wicked voice, I shan't fail this time. Your life ends, dwarf. And as she holds it up, she sort of concentrates holding one of what appears to be one of your beard hairs, and she closes her eyes, and you feel your mortal coil begin to tighten as you feel your life essence leaving your body. I need you to do me a big old hunk of favor here. Uh, can you go ahead and roll me a charisma saving throw? I got a big old hunk and plus one on this roll, and no ability to use a reroll. 11. As she sort of smiles and starts nodding her head up and down as she sees Norhill grab at his own throat and grab at his ribs, grab for any of the organs he could possibly hope to reach, Norhill doubles over in pain, squealing in agony as he falls to his knees on the floor. As she begins to laugh and cackle to herself again, it seems as if she has been given some sort of secondary strength. Her wings flatter open behind her, tattered and broken, uh, gaining some sense of new life at this point. Her horns growing a little stronger as she looks towards Norhill, who now has zero hit points and has fallen to the ground. And with that, she says, I've warned you all along. I would not be questioned. Tell me, Norhill, as you roll over and start to fall unconscious, losing a little grasp over reality. Was it worth it going back to the halls? Did you find what they were all looking for? And as she screeches a couple of uh, cackles out at this point, uh, we're going to go to second in the initiative order, which is Jarzak. I guess Jarzak's just going to try and rush in and attack. You're not gonna sit down. You're not gonna go. 
<laughs> and I will say that because the floor my, itself my is queen. littered with because the floor is littered with rubble, it's going to be hard to get a straight shot of a charge on her from most directions now that she's on the far end. I will try my best and I have my teleport that can get me 30 feet. Nice. So I'll do that in whatever area looks like it's the roughest to get through. Okay. I was going to say, because the total distance from you to her is somewhere around 70 feet or so for everybody listening. So actually, you'd probably be able to mostly clear that, right? Yeah. If I teleport over the bad part, could I make it? Yeah, I'll give it to you. Heck yeah. And then I'm going to do I do Domro's luck, though, in a time like this. Yes, yes. Yeah, of course I do. All right. I hate you so much. (laughs) I don't think how dare you abilities that you have that might expand your crit range. Yeah, I'm uh because what kind of action was teleporting? Was that a bonus action? That's a bonus. So I can't do the I can't do both this turn. So you know what? Yeah. That's sad. But that's okay. Domro's luck. Let's go. 18 to hit. Okay. Uh, An 18 to hit is, in fact, enough. A 16 to hit on my other attack. That is not good enough. Okay. It's going to be 8 damage. Nice. So you rush up and beam her in the head with this thing. And as you do so, she turns to you and she cackles and laughs with blood dripping from the side of her face. And she wipes it away, licks it off her hand lightning quick, and says, I always thought you were the cutest of all of them. Wait, are you saying I can still join you, my queen? (laughs) And she just kind of leans in and she says, you've always been my favorite. Please, let me give you the kiss you've always deserved. And her ruby red supple lips begin to pucker in your direction. Uh, uh, uh <laughs> this is uh, sorry, this is this is new for me. Charzak <laughs> leads away. He's afraid of women. <laughs> <laughs> All that bravado. <laughs> He's never gotten this talk. far. He's never been walking <laughs> the walk. <laughs> okay, so is that the end of your turn? Uh, yeah, that'll be the end of my turn. Oh, boy. So, if uh, my brain does understand the initiative correctly, next up is Cleaker. Great. Norhill's just, like, just crumpled over, right? Yeah, very, unfortunately, yes. I don't feel good about it, but he sure is. That was 100 points of damage in one round. Uh, Kaliskai doesn't play around. You know... Yeah. Well, Nikki can't do much about that, so she will do things about what she can do. So I will bonus action Shadow Blade, and then I'm going to dash across the room to get in the base contact. Or as close as The room to it itself again. flickers gently with the candlelight and torchlight. So you got a lot of shadow action going on. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, so what you like, got? Like I said, I'm gonna dash across the room. 
to try and okay. close the distance. Oh, and that's the whole thing? Yeah, I mean, that's that's it. If I'm going to use right. double I thought move. for a second, the flavorful use of the description dash. I didn't know you meant, like, action dash. No, yeah. Silly old me. Okay. Um, perfect. So, if that's the end of your turn, next should go to Norhill. Um, but unfortunately, Norhill is unconscious upon the floor. Hold on, do I? No, because double-clicking doesn't actually let me move it. Oh. Well, um... So, Norhill, again, I apologize that you are dropped on the ground, but Anton standing next to you definitely feels like helping. I'm gonna definitely whack you with that healing stick. Uh, do I have to roll a death saving throw or anything? No, you're stabilized. Good, oh. good. I'm whacking you with the stick. Whacking you with the healing stick? The weird-ass healing stick. Um, uh, one second, let me do... Weird-ass healing stick? It is weird looking. I'm not gonna oh, lie. You mean the one you got from uh Lord Yeah. It's it's kind of um Okay. It's not what first. it looks like in the game. Using yeah, the DM's guide. Who, I don't know, work. Who, I know for the fifth edition rule books drew the staff of healing, but they they gave it I'm up not sure they all. understood the assignment. They put their back into it. Um, okay, so at this point, uh, what would you like to do, Ronnie? Um, one second. I'm trying to get this to... It's not whole. So is it cure wounds time? Yeah, I'm just trying to... Sorry. Using this app on a tablet is very confusing. <laughs> and only blame the app for so much, Ron Diggity. I'm also a fool, so I get it. Uh, okay, don't say that. You get 16 points back, Norhill. Hooray! If you want more, I can give you more. More might be good. Well, I'll do another one. One second. Uh, what else were you going to do this round? Going to eat one of those magic apples from last time? Uh Oh, do you want an apple? Can I give Norhill the apple? I'm not sure that the apple would be much help. <laughs> do it. Do it. I hope it's a potion of poison and you die. <laughs> the other, you got an additional um, uh, you now have 23 points. Health back. 23, you say? I'm for healing. Uh, okay. Yeah. Silly, silly. Can I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you an apple. Whether okay. you like it or not. Yeah, I was going to say evidently. I have... How many apples do I have left? Right now, I have... I oh, No, I got 24 apples and 8 glowing ones. And I think you already ate one of them. So I have 7 apples left. So I'm going to give you another glowing apple. I'm going to force him to eat it. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I mean, I imagine right. that Norhill is able to sit up a little bit and take a bite. Yeah, right. yeah. Oh, this is the way we're handling this we're like go ahead eat an apple and it's like yeah what else could happen I just and died for a second there why not so go ahead and roll me a d20 would you me or him hey, either or can't go wrong uh, I'll, I guess I'll roll the d20 unless you would rather do that I I'll do it do, I, I was going to say I can probably do it faster I'm doing it now okay 
I got a 16. Did you get a 16 last time? I don't know. But I got one. Oh, no. Oh, dear God. <laughs> no. It's a gold one, though. I hope it's good. I'll tell you what. If you want, Anthony can roll it. No. Uh, I got an 18. Love this. Okay. Love this for us. <laughs> okay. As you as you eat it, um, you realize as you bit into the apple, the inside is like a weird yellow color with some black ribbons in it. And looking at it, you feel a very gross sensation in your throat, almost like your throat got hairy for a moment. But as you eat it, you feel your heart begin to pump very fast. And uh, <laughs> for right now, you are under the effect of uh, a haste spell. As it appears, this uh, magical apple has given you quite the hefty boost in speed. Uh, for one minute, you'll have it. Wait, what would a 16 have gotten? Uh, you would have killed him. So, <laughs> you know. Is it just like straight up die? No. it's. I mean, granted, as a dwarf, you wouldn't have gotten a lot of the effect of it. But it's just funny that I keep joking that that would happen. And it's a 5% chance of it happening. But Ronnie's like... Come on, Wait, there's always a chance. Is it really a poison apple? <laughs> so, um, <laughs> yeah, so you get plus two bonus to your AC, advantage on deck saving throws, and an additional action on each of your turns, which, holy moly, that's a lot of ability for a fighter. Yeah. I, I can use, let's see, the action can only be used to take the attack, one attack, dash, disengage, hide, or use an object. All right, Man, I mean, that's, that's a lot, for a lot you. of options. So, okay. Um, uh, since that'll... What? No, I don't know if I can do anything else, because using the staff was an action, and then I gave him the fucked up apple. Uh, I don't know I mean, if I can do I would say that I would say that that would count as an action. Okay. Just because he had to dig around to grab an apple and then scoot past the one that was going to kill him. Okay. Not that you knew that. That one's no, still floating around I, in the bag somewhere. I just the <laughs> thirty. Um. Okay. So uh, now at this point, as this happens, and uh, Norhill begins to rouse and eats and eats the energy drink apple. Um, our friend Kalaskai, she stands there uh, by the throne and looks around at the group that's now assembling and mobilizing and sort of taking charge here, and she says. Do you even understand what you've walked in on? Do you understand how much has happened under your very noses? Listen, I'll explain it to you once, so that you might understand the level of woe you've caused to this land by not stopping me sooner. For every soul I've taken, every one of those soldiers out there dying on the battlefield, both good and evil, I have grown stronger. The gods smile upon me. And I've gained many gifts. And as she lifts one of her crooked, clawed fingers over in the direction of the bubbling vat of blood, you see an amorphic shape take form in there, taking on sort of like a giant, bulbous, semi-human sort of golem-like shape as it crawls from the bubbling, boiling blood. And as it slumps off into the, into the floor, uh, it develops something of a, a very evil-looking face. And as it drags its sticky, viscous self towards the party, uh, she cackles a few more times and says, You just don't really understand all that I've done with the help of the Herald 
And as she says so, one of the torture racks begins to animate and the chains begin to peel off of one of the drawing racks there and starts to take sort of a human form, swinging rusty chains covered in blood and viscera. And as she says so, she says, but I would be nothing without the Herald of Steel. Nothing. And as she says so, she snaps her finger and you can hear a metal stomping coming from the hallway behind Norhill and Anton as it sounds like giant metal feet come clambering down the hall slowly towards you. And as Anton turns around to look, you can see one of those big giant metal sentries that looks like the magnetic ones that were building the soldiers out back begins marching down the hall, holding up its big clobbering metal hands, and it begins just marching towards you with a soulless, lifeless expression. And as they all begin to assemble and do their actions, she just tilts her head back and begins to cackle. Did any of that seem like a spell being cast? Or no. No. No? Okay. No, that's just her being I said too, it's all her voodoo stuff. I'm gonna do something about it. Voodoo? Voodoo. You do. You do. <laughs> what? Nice. Good, good. I'm glad we're all there for that. That was a very good teamwork, everybody. <laughs> so now uh, at the top of the round, unfortunately, it is Kaliskai's turn, and she leans into Jarzak to give him uh, a bit of a uh, eyelash flashing little cutesy expression, and she says, but where would I be without many princes to guide me on my way, ascending to such a throne in this new kingdom of steel? Won't you join me, Jarzak? And as she looks to you deeply into your eyes, I'm going to need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Does this seem like a spell? <laughs> I mean, I don't believe this is technically a spell. This is more of a spell-like ability. Okay. She's not casting uh, it, if that helps. Um, huh? She's not casting it, if that helps. Okay. Yeah, I just I would have used counter spell because my wisdom's bad. Eleven? As she says this, it becomes so convincing. All the simping you've done over all this time makes all the sense in the world. You finally made it, Jarzak. You finally found the only woman who is worthy of all of your dedication and creepiness. And as you stare upon what may be your wife, your beloved, the one to carry you <laughs> from here on out, you look around and you see Kalika rushing up with a shadowy blade ready to stab her square in her heart. You see Norhill and Anton pathetically attempting to clamber together to come fight her. And you realize all too quickly that all along, they've held you down. And as she looks to you and holds dearly looking into your soul, she says, kill them all. Kill them all. And as she says yeah. this, nothing has made more sense in your life than then this. I, and as I, you look over at I could be at your side. <laughs> She's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Forever. Anyway. <laughs> and as she says this, she blinks out of all visible spectrum and she turns utterly invisible, disappearing with a whiff. Great. Yeah. So Jarzak, it's your turn. Did uh, that seem like a spell? <laughs> No, not just that either. Counter yeah, spell. No, this before. Just no. Stay with me. Before the uh, yeah, before the combat began, that she actually doesn't have a single spell in her repertoire. Okay, which makes okay. it very unfortunate. Well, then I'm just gonna not have counter spell open, ready to go. <laughs> I was wondering how many times I could have you ask me that. 
But all right, oh, wait, is you can always spell? counterspell Kleeka spells. <laughs> if you want, you can counterspell Kleeka. That seems like a very thing that a, a charmed person might do. Uh, yeah, but Kleeka's not currently casting a spell. Not yet. She's gone. Dr- so Jarzak's just going to attack. <laughs> I assume I'm like charmed or something, right? So I have to. 100%. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> she just gave you a very hearty suggestion. And you're like, you know, it's not the first time I've been tempted to kill Kalika. And with that, Jarzak's going to put away Delmaro's luck. Oh, go ahead. Let's whip and, Kleeka to the umpteenth dimension and send get her hit with a... Turn her uh, into a snowman, oh, would you? Oh, the sword does more damage, and Jarzak has enough respect for Kleeka that he'd probably pull out the sword and just... You deserve better than the hammer. And just... <laughs> is gonna put his shield and the Domro's luck away and try to hit her with his long sword. That's so sad. <laughs> It only oh, does, like, double the damage of my uh, Domro's luck, so it's fine. Uh, 19 to hit? Miss. I know, that's so funny to finally have the tables uh, turn like that, but... 24 to hit? I'll cast shield. Counter spell. Counter spell. Ooh. Yeah, that does seem like a spell. A spell that you're well aware of. You don't have to, but it just seems to me, if you're truly compelled, you would know shield might happen, and you would have counterspell, as you said, at the ready. So I'm not saying you have to do it, but I'm saying I think it would make more sense than not. As somebody who's been previously charmed by Dan's characters, I would say do what your character would do. I mean, Um, if that's the case, then I Hexblade Curse, Kleeka, use my one main ability that I can't use again, and then that 19 is actually a crit, and then I also will add a spell to it to make it do, like, five times the damage if we just want to kill Kleeka. Listen, man, I just wanted you to waste that reaction and counterspell the shield, but, you know, you had to go make it weird and make it seem like I actually wanted you to Ultima Kleeka into the next room, but no, that's fine. I counterspell. Let's go. Uh, what level shield? First, kind of rude. I, I don't even have. I don't e- here. I don't even have to roll. <laughs> See, this is the part where people would write about me on Reddit and be like, "He made me hurt my French character." Nah, like... <laughs> uh, seventeen damage. Oh, I, ro- I rolled minimum damage, so... Oh, God, no. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's gotta be a pretty uh, pretty scary moment for Kleeka. No, she always knew this was how it was gonna go. This is oh, how it ends. And Either then... she killed Jarzak or Jarzak would kill her. Actually, and then Jarzak knows the danger of Kleeka, so he's gonna use his bonus action teleport to teleport towards another target. Norhill was weak, so 5, 10, 30, and then he's gonna use his movement to move 50, 20, 25, and get right there, right in front of them, and get his sword ready. I've made a mistake. I didn't know Jared hated you guys so much. I'm very sorry. I should have picked Ronnie. (laughs) I <laughs> should have picked the healer. Hey. But okay, if that's the end of your very terrifying round, it'll go to Kleeka next. Okay. Well, 
Things aren't going great. Lika <laughs> is going to spend two sorcery points and cast Blink as a bonus action. And then I will... Kalskai is gone. Well, when you cast Blink, what happens to you physically? Nothing yet. Neck at the end of the turn, something may happen, depending Oops. on how I roll. Very well. Okay, so is that all you're doing? No, and then I'm gonna move up and attack the uh, Blood Golem, and that'll be with Booming Blade. Good. Okay. Uh, is it immune to psychic damage? Because I just if you just tell me up top, it'll make my life a lot easier. It is. Okay, great. Well, I crit, so... That's 20 thunder damage. And that'll be it. You say 20? Yep. So that's enough to splash away quite a bit of the, uh, the blood out of the dish here and splatter it all up in the air and across the wall. And as it does so, you can tell that streams and strings of the blood splash upon the people hanging from the chains. Even Calis, uh, even, uh, sorry, uh, Margay, who screams out in terror at this point. Um, yeah, for a moment, as the party sort of survey the room and look around, you can tell from those who are sort of wiggling around here on the shackles and uh, taking their sweet time to, uh, I don't know, watch what's going on here. You recognize quite a few of the people uh, on the shackles around this sort of inner area here um, of the people that you see. You recognize, obviously, Margay. You see Shereel chained up by his neck and his arm. You see a woman with dark hair who looks oddly like Kaliskai when she was in her sort of human form. Okay. You see also Starbreeze. You see an elderly woman who looks sort of like Antonea, though it seems she must have had her head bludgeoned in pretty bad recently. And you see what your mind may deceive you as being Jaden, the once, you know, High Captain here of the Queen's Guard, with his head on the floor, staring at you all eagerly and swinging his arms about as if trying to free himself. Great. Okay. Weird. Now, remind me again, who was that woman's name you said at the end there? Oh, no, don't do it to me. Her name is Antonia. Antonia Obroth, the sister of okay. our friend That's of the month. So... Um, if that's it for your turn with the booming blade and all that uh, under effect, uh, it goes to Norhill now. Okay, uh, so there's. It sounds like there's stuff coming at us from the hallway behind us, right? Indeed, and in the hallway, it's about twenty feet from you now. Uh, Norhill is going to use half of his movement to stand up. Uh, okay. Use his incidental uh, as part of a move action to close the doors. Okay. Uh, they are pretty well bashed from you guys smashing them open, but you can still close it and lock it for the intents and purposes of a giant creature not being able to fit through. Yeah, uh, and then I was going to say the locking it portion, would that be an interaction with an object action? I'll give it to you because it's still fixed on the wall, so like closing it and slamming it down is okay. so incidental. I still have an action, a haste action, and a bonus action. So let's see. First things first, Norhill is going to use his normal action to uh, uh, take the dodge action 
and spend a hit die to heal. Uh, so let's see, that's a good solid 10 points of healing. Excellent. Um, let's see, then he's going to use that other half of his movement uh, to walk up to Jarzak uh, and say, what has gotten into you? Is Jarzak going to reply, or is he just beep, boop, kill the cleric? No! <laughs> Does Jarzak say anything? Um, Jarzak was definitely dealing with a barking dog, so I don't know. <laughs> okay, so we'll just say that a very uh, enchanted Jarzak doesn't have very many words for Norhill when he asks what the hell's wrong with him. All right, okay. um, oh. and then with that, all Norhill knows is that he saw... Jarzak Taklika, and that is not something Norhill is a fan of, so Norhill is going to hit him over the head with the hammer. Uh, maybe that um, will. Uh, Jarzak would definitely be like, you're next. <laughs> uh, so, there are other things action. in the room. Uh, so, I get just one attack, and I'm going to roll 28. Okay. Uh, at disadvantage. Four. For my cloak that I forgot I had for this whole time, pretty oh. much. So displacement <laughs> cloak. Yep, yep. Just, just was looking at my items, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. I should right? use this more. That's probably a mess. Uh, that is a mess. Good, hmm. good, good. We didn't even need the villain to kill us. Well, I mean, you've got like multiple attacks, don't you? No, that was the hasted action. Oh. I use my normal action oh. to heal. Damn. Okay. Fair enough. Uh oh. Um, I will say I forgot to do it before, but Jarzak, at the end of your turn, you're actually allowed to roll a wisdom saving throw. Uh, eighteen. Yeah. So as uh, Norhill tries to smack you over the head, and you prepare with utter vitriol and violence to come at him and chop his little dwarfy head off his shoulders for a moment. You realize what you've done and where you're standing and look back at a wounded Klika fighting a giant bubbling vat of blood and realize your brain has just been uh, tinkered with by uh, <laughs> your uh, queen there. So as you break from the charm effect, you realize where you're standing and what you're doing. Klika, I'm sorry. There's one action too late for that. <laughs> Klika don't want to hear it. Um, but if Norhill's all set, now it's going to uh, go to yeah. Anton. Okay. I... Oh, I forgot to say, Klika's not in this plane of existence anymore. She blinked out. If you're on the ethereal plane, you see Kaliskai. Oh, that little snitch. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of actions that didn't take place when they were supposed to. Yeah. It's sort of like a follow-up episode there. Well, I fucking... I... Are there any Sam squanches? Is it just me and her? No, it's just you guys. Yeah, click a fucking. Let her the know. Sasquatch there. You imagine just Sasquatches just chilling in here in the ethereal. That world. that's what I imagine it as. <laughs> that's where they go. All right, Ronnie, what you got? Okay, I want to move up twenty feet, and I want to aim. Sacred Flame of the Throne, because I want to burn all her voodoo shit. Get that shit out of here. Is Sacred Flame a radiant damage, or is it actually fire damage? That's fire damage. Is it? Sacred Flame is radiant damage. Flame-like radiance. 
Does that not work the same way? Well, it says, like, what the actual damage is when... It says flame-like radiance. Um... Yeah, flame-like. Yeah. I'm not trying to be a stickler about it, but otherwise you're just going to bless it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was going to first do Guiding Bolt, and I realized that was radiant damage, too. <laughs> I don't want to waste a fireball on this stupid pile of shit. <laughs> There's a bunch of people who are chained up in need of help. If you want to focus on them. Well, actually, can I make a scorching ray go in like three different directions? Yeah. That's the beautiful part about that spell. Okay, Even more if you upcast it. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if I want to upcast it because I already used a lot of spells. Um, I'd rather save my fireballs for those bibbis. Uh, I'm gonna scorching ray. I'm gonna aim for the pile of shit, the devil. But the the, <laughs> the when, when you say pile of shit, you gotta. We're talking <laughs> a figurative pile of shit. No, a pile of like voodoo things. I want to burn that. I want to hit the chain devil, and I want to hit the blood devil. There's no blood devil. There's no chain devil. <laughs> Whatever they it's are. Not... <laughs> it's just a chain devil showed up. He's like, I'm bending a lot of lore by being here. <laughs> and a blood devil. What He's like, I don't even know what the fuck I am. <laughs> That's what He's I like, I'm typo negative. <laughs> um, okay, so one for each of them. Okay, so um, I'll let you hit the, the weird trinket pile with a with a 10. So do I have to... So, if you want to roll that for the first one. Do you want to roll the, the, the attack or the damage? The attack. Did you already roll all the attacks? I didn't roll the attacks yet. First attack, I got 15. Okay, so we'll say that that pile of stuff is immediately ignited, and much of those things, except for the bits that wouldn't burn, don't burn, but everything else just lights up in a poof of smoke. Good. Okay. Second attack at the chains... I got a 16. Okay, a 16 is good enough. And that is nine points of damage. Okie dokie. The third attack at the blood is a 25 to hit. That's very good. And then I got 10 points of damage. Excellent. Um, so with that uh, it definitely seems like the bubbling blood, uh, because of its already boiling state, it seems to resist much of the burning of the flame. Um, but uh, Kalika, being on the ethereal plane at this point, sees Kaliskai look at the burning pile of little stuff there and lets out a holler and a screech and seems like it's planning on rushing over in Anton's direction uh, quite invisibly to, to Anton's perception at this point. Um, but if is that the end of your turn? Uh, yeah, I think that's... I did a movement and a spell, and that was action, so I, I don't really think I have a good... Um, Always no. move away from the doorway so that you're, the charging guys won't get you. I'm going to do shield on myself. As a bonus action. Uh, you already cast like, a leveled spell. You can't cast a leveled Oh, fuck. I fucking action. hate that. Goddamn. <laughs> 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 the whole campaign. 
but uh, someday. Jared's not wrong, though. If you want to get out of the way, you can get out of the way. I'll get out of the way. But I have ten more feet of movement left. So let me okay. move myself. God, that makes right. me I hate that stupid rule. <laughs> so, um, at this point, uh, with a very blinked out without a with a very blinked out Kalika, the bubbling vat of blood uh leaps over the edge of the dais here and in a very slimy slinky way travels across the chamber in the oh, direction of Anton <laughs> and our chain friend makes quite a bit of distance too but stops about 15 or so feet away from Jarzak and with two swinging rusty chains whips them both in Jarzak's direction. Do, do so, they know what's Jarzak's armor class? Do they know I'm uncharmed yet? Yeah, I think at this point, seeing you be like, uh, not attacking him, I'd give it to you. I mean, for what it's worth, I mean, they're they're not golems. I didn't say that. Don't worry about it. I'm not going to get into the intricacies of the perception of, of a golem, okay? Listen. This is my game. What's your armor class? Shut up. Uh, 18, and the attacks are at disadvantage. Ooh, okay. So in that case, um, I gotta roll that again. Oh, okay, okay. Um, so in that case, just making sure. Yep, okay. So one of the attacks is able to hit. One of the chains is able to wreathe over and wrap around you. Um, as it does so, um, you take a lot of freaking damage. Jesus, you take. 10, 15, 19 points of slashing damage, and you need to roll me a... Oh, never mind. You're just completely uh, grappled at this point as the attack succeeds. As the chain finishes wrapping completely around your body, you are grappled where you stand. Okay. Very good. Love that. Um, Our friend, the big old bubbly, bloody pile, on the other hand, rushes up to Anton and tries to completely, like, wrap around you and sort of, like, wash over you like a wave. Um, And as it does so, you feel it in a very leech-like way begin to pull your own blood out of your body. Um, (laughs) At this point, I'm going to need you to roll me a constitution saving throw. Oh, boy, oh, Joy, this is gonna suck. Fuck <laughs> yeah. about getting cracked open like a soda can. 17. Okay, very good. Um okay, and the thing as it uh tries to leap over you and tries to begin to slurp your blood out of you like a really ugly little Capri Sun, uh, oh. because you're able to resist it, you're pushed back as if being slammed by a tidal wave. Uh, and that's the end of that guy's turn for attacking you. Uh, unfortunately for our pals, our siege weapon-like giant pile of med- uh, metal slams through the wooden door as if it was a pile of popsicle sticks and stands before you with one of its giant metal arms wound up and ready to swing in on its nearest target, which I believe is Mr. Norhill. So, Norhill, what is your armor class? Uh, currently it is 23 and the creature has disadvantage. Jesus. Oh my god. Well, at disadvantage, I rolled uh, very well, naturally. Um, So I got a 23 on the dot. 
Are we meets it beats it? Yeah, we're meets it beats it. Um, if it rhymes, it has to be a rule. Um, but as maneuver? it swings in, what was that? Uh, uh, it misses. Why? What happened? Warding maneuver. Oh, you son of a bitch! What's armor class now? Um. Well, at a minimum, it's twenty-four. Uh, but I rolled an eight, so uh, thirty-one. Thirty-one. Yeah. Nice. So very good, <laughs> very good, Norman. I mean, so you managed to get only shoved against aside that one attack. Though I can't stress well, that enough. Warding maneuver is not that good. I used the first one to push the doors open, so you lucked out on that one. Uh, and that brings us to the end of the round. Uh, round three begins with Kala Sky in the ethereal plane. For what uh, uh, Klika can see. Uh, Kaliskai begins rushing in the direction of Anton at full speed. Um, at this point, as Kaliskai begins to clear that distance, um, making it about halfway across the room, about 30 feet or so, you can see uh, her hold her hand up in a very strange way, and you can see veins underneath her arm sort of rearrange and like swap around a little bit. And as she closes her eyes from where she's standing, uh, I'm gonna need Anton. Can you roll me? Oh, never mind. It's actually an attack. <laughs> okay. What's your armor class? <laughs> it is a one second. 16. <laughs> Yeah. A 16, you said? Uh-oh. Well, yeah. that can't be good. So, as it does so, you feel a, like a crippling migraine headache from a different dimension come creeping into your brains. Uh, you take uh, 18, 20, 20 points of psychic damage. As it does so, you feel a mental intrusion as the thing seems to be sort of screeching in your head, and you hear a voice in a very shrill tone yelling out, Anton! So, Wait, someone's talking at me? Weird, weird, weird. I don't know who the fuck it is. Okay. Um, so, at this point, I uh, believe that is it for her round two. So now we can go to Jarzak. I'm just in chains, right? Like, yeah, you're grappled where you're standing. So technically, okay. so I use my zero, but you are not otherwise impeded. So can I use great. my teleport to just get out of it? I would say so. But because it's the start of your turn and you attempt to use your teleport, you are going to take damage as you get out. Uh, so you take uh, 11, 14 points of piercing damage as you teleport out of it. Yeah. So where would you like to teleport to? I'm going to teleport behind the ooze, the blood one, and mm -hmm. go try and attack the queen. She's still in the ethereal plane. Oh, she phased back again. Okay, then I will just get behind this ooze and hit it. And Jarzak will pull back out to Omero's luck. <laughs> Very good. Why not? Also, the uh, blood orb or the blood 
Gollum moved, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, how much damage from Thunder? Uh, 19 to hit. 19 is very good. And my other attack's at 23 to hit. That's also very good. That's going to be 22 damage in total. Okay. <clears throat> so you take a couple hearty swings with Domro's luck and splash away big old swaths of the blood uh, as it drenches to the left and to the right. Okay. Is that it for your turn? Yeah. Okay. So now it's uh, going to go to Kalika's turn. So you still stand in the ethereal plane on the other side of the cauldron, which is towards the uh, upper center of the room, and you can still see Kaliskai in the ethereal plane. She herself is about 15 feet away from you. The blood golemy thing is about 30 feet. The chain one is about 20 feet. And Norhill on the far side of the room is about 60 with his big magnetic friend. Great. Well, I can't target Kaliskai guy when she's in here even if i can see her so because i start my turn by teleporting out so i guess i will continue to work on the blood golem okay so how are you gonna do that my go stab it with flicker with booming blade so as you dash around the cauldron and rush over to the side in a nice flankety flank flank position okay go ahead and roll the attack 19 to hit. <clears throat> it is good. Uh, it takes me a minute to roll all this stuff. Hold on. You know, that's good for you, but not so great for me. Uh, 18 damage. So it would seem that the, the bloody uh, elemental looking thing here uh, has taken quite a walloping uh, to the point it looks uh, unironically very bloodied. Um, so, yeah. Much of its uh, size has diminished from being splattered all over the place. Okay. Um, is that it for your turn? What does this do? Okay, so how many people are up in chains currently? We have... Six of them. Uh, six, including the Revenant? Mm-hmm. Or whatever he is. Right. Okay. <laughs> with his blinking alive head and wriggling body. Just had to be six, huh? I mean, you can pick one to leave behind. You don't recognize one of these strangers, even though she looks quite like the queen. Don't know what that means. Yeah, so I will... get seven sorcery points? No, it's eight. I use eight yeah. sorcery points to... <laughs> bonus action... Yeah, actually, let me flip my whole thing here so I don't blow all my sorcery points here. I will, with my main action, use Scatter to teleport down all the people I know, including Jaden, um, into, like, a safe corner. So, uh, the air quiver is around up to five creatures of your choice, so you can see within range. Uh, an unwilling creature must succeed on a wisdom saving throw. Uh, you teleport each affected creature to an unoccupied space that you can see within 120 feet of view. The space must be on the ground or on the floor. Well, so in that case, you could teleport them to the corner that nobody's been standing in at this point. 
Yeah. Might as Only well. problem is it's pretty cornered in here and it doesn't seem like there's much of a way out there's a pair of doors in the back of the chamber but i judging by the shape of the building it doesn't seem like that's leading anywhere important. it's just well probably being anywhere but hung up by chains is better than being hung up by chains so yeah, yeah and judging by where you're standing you could technically teleport them behind the giant metal smashy one that norhill's about to be dealing with and that way they'd be down the hall by where you guys snuck in yeah, I mean, if I can get them near Norhill, not Norhill, Anton, that would be good. Maybe Anton can actually help them out in some regard. I don't know how wounded they are, but I just, I can't, I, I right now I'm unaware of this tactical map, so I can't make a decent decision, and I'm hoping that you will make one for me. I mean, I, would, I guess I would help say the lower left-hand corner, or as you would say, in a directional sense, the south. You can say left. Corner? Yeah, that's that sounds great. Let's do that. Oh boy, that all means right. I actually have to protect these people, huh? Can't just run yeah, off and uh, fight the queen like uh, I wanted to. It's either that or you teleport them like eighty feet behind the metal thing that Norhill's dealing with down the hall out of the room. We don't know what else. Well, that's what that. I was saying too. Can I yeah. see that point? Yep. Yeah. I would say so. Okay, then sure. Yeah, keep I keep moving that one token by accident, my bad. As I okay. camp around the map trying to figure out what I'm looking at. Okay. So I'll I'll have you cast the spell and then we'll say that they spring up about fifty or so feet down the hall where the doorway is. Um and at this point, um, as they teleport out, you hear them all scream in terror, and you hear a bunch of bodies hit the floor with a slump, as it seems like none of them have the musculature or the willpower at this point to hold up even their own bodies. But they are definitely free from the shackles, and as all the shackles come clanking down to their side, except for one, where that lady who looks like the queen still stands there, wondering what she did to earn uh, this fate in life, um... Uh, you can tell that uh, you may have brought quite a bit of anger to somebody in the ethereal plane. Well, I will find out. Probably. Um, okay. Yeah, I blink out of existence, so. Right. <laughs> so you get to see her, you guys, like face-to-face -face at this point, only about 20 feet away, and she's just yeah, looking at you like... Double middle fuck? fingers, just for her. <laughs> okay. Um, now uh, it goes to Norhill. Okay. Uh, Norhill is going to move a little bit so that he is standing in between the newly teleported people and the gigantic iron monstrosity. Um, let's see. I'm going to use my normal action to make three attacks. Excellent. All right. Uh, 28. No secret disadvantage, right? It does have disadvantage for you. As you try to swing in on it with your metal weapons, you can feel them repel from it as it holds up its hands and blocks you with its magnetism. So right. each attack is going to be a disadvantage. Uh, so uh, dirty 20 then in that case? That's good. 24. That's also good. And 18. Excellent. So each and every one of them hits. You power through the, uh, the uh, what's it called, the strength of it. All right. Okay, so now what? Oh, sorry, damage. Yeah, damage. 
So that's going to be a total of 35 points of magical blood, yeah, bludgeoning and lightning damage. Excellent. So you can see the lightning crackle all over this thing as if it's absorbing into it in some sort of a way. But every once in a while, you see bits of metal flick off of it as if overpowered by the amount of lightning you're pumping into it. Yeah. Um, and then I am going to use my hasted action to spend another hit die and heal up uh, off of the dodge action. Sounds like you see something coming. Yeah. Oh, uh, this time I rolled minimum. I heard that's not good. No, so I'm not sure Norhill is long for this combat. Well, they all have disadvantage of you against you because you're dodging, and you have 23 AC right now. So, as long as there's true. no spells, <laughs> which there really haven't been any. Um, no, okay. there haven't so been goes... any spells. So now exactly zero. A... Anton, if you would, uh, if you're all done with your turn, Norhill. Um, actually, I still have a bonus action left over, don't I? Oh, good, great. Second wind. <laughs> Excellent timing. All right, that's a little bit better than the last one I rolled. Okay. That's a total of another 17 points of healing. Wow. Okay, excellent. Uh, I am now at about bloody. <laughs> Very good. Just in time. All right, Anton, what you got for us? Um, I don't know if this would work. Can I try dropping a fireball, but as ice ball between the blood guy and the chain guy? Can I do that? It has a 20-foot radius. Yes, you can. I want to try um, not fucking up Klika and Jarzak. Klika's not there. I'm going to so say... Oh. Yeah. Actually, that makes it perfect, then. You'd be able to hit it perfectly between the two of them. Yeah. Because both golems begin moving in on your position. What it's a excellent twenty foot radius. Big old yeah. Oh, radius. could couldn't you hit the the metal one too? If you could I. It? Yeah, but you'd hit Norhill too. I don't want to hit Norhill. I don't want to be hit. I mean, you could position <laughs> it so you shouldn't hit him. Oh, that... if if you do it right. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay. And since we've teleported all the living people out of here who could have been hit by it, I suppose you would be able to do that. Sure, let's just drop a... Well, what the hell is an ice ball like? Because a fireball is obviously a boom. The fuck is an ice ball? Like, I imagine it's a big whooshing sound as you suck all... The, as you, like, invert the fireball to suck all the heat out of the area. Oh, it horrible. explodes into icy shrapnel, and then it freezes the air <laughs> around it to a very yeah. insurvivable cold. Yeah. Well, let's and do it. Instant flash freeze, like being exposed to vacuum all at once. Okay. Well. Right. Okay. Can I the dexterity. Stuck with the two. No, you can hit all three. All right. It's like I said, you'd be aiming where somebody once was. Yeah. It's a seventeen. Sixteen dex. Okay. Um, as far as I can tell, every one of them passed as I rolled above a sixteen on every single saving throw. Which is alarming. So oh, they'll take half that. damage. Yeah, well, I, I rolled a 16, 17, and 18 on the die. Well, and so the four bonuses. Damage of 
It's originally How 16 much? damage, so they only take half, which is 8 damage. Oh, that hurts. Really? Only 16? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I rolled all fucking twos. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. Um, so one thing that's kind of nice is the the blood one appears to have coagulated a bit as you've frozen bits of it, and it seems to slow down quite a bit as you've uh, chilled it. Can't say as much for the other two. Did you want to move? Ronnie, I think you're muted or something. Oh, it's my stupid hand. Uh, let me move backwards. You literally your hand over the microphone. I'm going to move backward towards Norhill and um, no, Excellent. I don't think I could. I can't whack him with the stick. Uh, I don't think I can do anything for him right now. Okay. But I'm there. All right, so as you... <laughs> Very good. So blessings of Era as he dropped the world's weakest ice ball. Um... <laughs> There's a, a cone of mildly tepidness. Um, so with that, the uh... okay. Uh, combat moves on to our friendly, spooky golemy guys. Uh, the titanic metal one scuttles into the room and stands to face both Norhill and Anton, um, looking down upon both of you. Klika's still out of existence, so unfortunately Jarzak seems to be the target of both of these uh, golems we've got here, uh, both the chain and the blood one. So at this point, um, let's see, we'll do Jarzak, because that might hurt most of all. Uh, Jarzak, can you roll me a constitution saving throw? Uh, eight. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Um, you take seven points of necrotic damage as you feel your blood being drained from your body. Um, as such, you can see the blood of the blood golem begin to swell up as it seems to be, like, slurping your life force out of you and getting bigger over this. Um, but at this point, um, you are technically grappled as the thing starts sort of like wreathing around you and pulling you into it. It's a red bloody tide. Um, to make it even worse, the chain golem whips in with both of its chains at you. And what's That's your armor advantage. class? Uh, 21. Ooh. Okay, so one hits. And the other one... And what was your armor class again? 21. Damn, it misses on the second one. So the first one's a hit. If I remember correctly, it was a pretty big hit, too. I don't know why these guys are so titanic with their damage, but, you know, who am I, the dungeon master? I was so at this say, point, you created the creatures, didn't you? That's what you think. Um, I pay a guy. Uh, so 8, 11, 15 points of slashing damage as one of the chains wraps around one of your legs and digs in with fish hooks and biting razors, pulling you there and he uh, keeping you in your place wreathed with the blood. Um, at this point, our spooky metallic friend uh, standing before Anton and uh, Norhill, you can feel the magnetism beginning to strengthen yet again as you feel the thing sort of pulling you both towards it. I'm going to need a strength saving throw from both of you. Oh, God. I believe that's... about to get really silly. I was going to say that's one of my good saves, but... Um... <laughs> no, here it comes. 13. 13? I got 13. a 13, one, three. What did Anton get? I got a 13 as well. Yay. You both got 13s? 
So as you both stand there waiting for this thing to swing on you with both of its big metal arms, it reaches up to its full height, and you can both feel your metal armor and your shields and your weapons being pulled towards it. But unfortunately, the biggest piece of metal you own is the armor you wear on your body. So as you both are pulled slowly, suddenly you both repel across the room and slam into its chest and are stuck to it like magnets on a refrigerator. And it wraps its arms around both of you as it prepares to turn around and deal with the only character left in the room who is currently held in a very unfortunate position. Uh, more unfortunate for you refrigerator magnet characters, it seems like at this point, uh, you are adding to its armor class. So let's hope Jarzak's a really good hit. As <laughs> our metallic friend scuttles across the room um, with both of you attached to him. Fucking I mean, if anything, it's moving you towards the combat. So that's pretty good. Do we count anything, on the we attack? Does that count? Wait, what? Like, if I attack it, does my armor class count against me? No, I'm not going to get that technical. Okay. Um, you just better hope he doesn't try slapping his belly because you guys are going to get squished like toothpaste. Um, okay, and now it goes to Kala Sky's turn as she whiffs out of the ethereal plane and marches up behind Jarzak and reaches in for his neck and tries to give him a nice smooch in his grappled state. Um, so If that's an, if that's an attack, the... it's at disadvantage. It's actually a constitution saving throw. I'm good at those. Proved it on the last one I did. A 16. That's good. Okay. Um, so as she reaches in and tries to smooch you, you try jerking your head away, and you only get a little bit of her lips upon your neck. But as that happens, you feel a necrotic surge as your life force is pulled from you just a bit. Um, your hit point maximum is dropped. Holy shit. Oh my goodness. Okay. You are very lucky. I have this at half, because I'm pretty sure I might have dropped your character if this wasn't. Uh, that is 20... Um, Jesus Christ. Okay, so before it gets cut in half, that's 37 points of damage right off the top. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, but now it goes down to a nice 18. Uh, so you take 80, 18 points of damage, and you are not able to re uh, reheal these points until a long rest is completed. Um... But she stands there with her little claws on your back as the blood swirls around you and the chain guy pulls tighter. And her metal refrigerator man comes marching up to deal with the rest. And she again turns to you all and says, This could have been all so much easier if you just joined us. You could have been, you could have been legionnaires among the forces that would control this place, this land. And now I shall reap the benefits. And you, you shall feed. Yes. And she stands there mockingly looking amongst you guys. Um, so now it goes to Jarzak. Sorry, Jarzak's doing math. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Is, did she go into the ethereal plane again? She's Not still standing time? behind you. Perfect. Finally. Okay. I'm gonna Hexblade Cursor. <laughs> Good. And then I'm gonna attack her. With Domoro's luck. Attack her with Domoro's okay. luck. See, your your mic cut out at a certain point where all I heard was her, 
And I gotta tell you, this <laughs> combat was about to. <laughs> I'm like, no. Well, she did just come up behind him and lick Jarzak's neck. So, I think it's already. I think you're already sitting kind of a tone. Well, listen, okay. I'm listening. I got nothing. All right, Jarzak, go ahead. Fucker. Is what your characters wanted all along. <laughs> a t- 21 to hit. That's good. And a 24 to hit. Nice. 27 damage. Okay. Now hold on one second. Uh, on one of those attacks, I need you to roll me a charisma saving throw. A 23. Okay, good. You can tell as she sort of steps back and tries to give you a gleaning, like a like a like a leering face, tries to direct her attack elsewhere. But you manage to see right through it, and you are unfazed. So, how much damage was it total? Uh, twenty-seven. Perfect. That's a lot of damage. Okay. Perfect. Uh, is that it for your turn? I. Yeah, because the curse and all that. Yep. Cool. Okay. So now, gonna go to Kalika. Yep. All right. Well, can I? You know what? She might not be immune to psychic damage. So. You'd never believe what ring she's wearing. No, I'm just kidding. Well, we will find out. Kalika's going to appear directly behind her like she appeared behind Jarzak. Um, Just a lot of nothing personal kid going on here. And then I'm going to attack her with with my uh, Shadow Blade. Actually, yeah. Alright, you said it was like dark and flickery in here, right? Indeed it is. All right, never mind. Then I'll save right where I am, because that, that'll let me consider Get advantage already? Yeah. Nice. All right, I rolled two now ones, so that's pretty incredible oh, if you think about sake. it. All right, <laughs> and then I will spend a sorcery point and twin cast and attack the uh, blood ooze pile. Okay. And this is with psychic damage? Because of Shadow Blade? Yeah. That's going to be a 23, so I'm not even going to bother rolling the psychic portion, but I will roll the Thunder, Booming Blade stuff, and that's going to be 8 damage, and I'll also use Fury of the Small to do an extra 11. That is exactly what you needed to kill it. I knew it. Oh, thank goodness. You know... That's fucking hilarious with the fury of this small bear. Yeah. So as you deal that bit of thunder damage to it, it dissipates in a bloody blorp as it just splatters all over the room with a terrifyingly rusty smell. It just smells like hot death um, as it splatters everywhere. You see a look of fear creep across Callus Guy's face for a moment there, and she screams at the other golem-looking things to do their job. Okay. I guess I'll move. That is for. Oh, okay, there. perfect. So the Jarzak has flanking. If I don't disappear right now, the beauty of do. the blink. Jarzak, okay, so as you... <laughs> <laughs> just, oh, nice. Let's team up. 
Click on a dog. <laughs> well, you can't look. You probably can't see Klika from behind Callus guy. So for all you know, in your mind, you have the placebo flanking. Okay. <laughs> I don't like that rule. Um, so now that Klika's gone, it goes to Norhill. All right. Um, so I'm stuck to the bit. I'm stuck to the siege engine golem, right? Effectively. Is there any way that I can still attack it? Uh, you could attempt to pull yourself off of it if you'd like to, but you could also attack it. How much of a penalty am I taking for just attacking it while it's still stuck to it? You won't be able to attack with the weapon that's stuck to it. Okay, I'm going to try to peel myself off. Uh, what kind of check is it? Uh, you can do either strength or dex with acrobatics or athletics. I... Um, proficient in athletics. Yeah, sorry. I used my big new cool teleport spell to save a bunch of poor people instead of getting you guys unstuck from the golems. I mean, we're, we weren't stuck to the golem yet, so. Well, I know, but like <laughs> literally a turn later, if I had just not done that, right. I could have just unfucked uh, everybody. 26 athletics. Excellent. So you peel yourself off easily. All right. Uh, how many actions do I have left? Uh, we can count that as the move action, or we can count that as your haste action if you'd like. Okay. Yeah. Sure. That makes sense. Uh, nice speed uh, peel there. Am I flanking with Anton? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't think Anton's threatening much right now on there. I could totally be threatening. All right. Uh, so I'm attacking it with disadvantage still. All right. Well, maybe I'll roll, really, I'll roll a one and a two. Well, you get your next attack, right? Uh, yes, I do. Ah, a 19 and a 20 this time. Goddamn disadvantage. Uh, so I assume that a 28 is going to hit. Yes, sir. All right. And then a 22. Okay, perfect. Uh, 25 points of magical bludgeoning and lightning damage. Excellent. Damn. So this thing's already looking pretty weakened. Hmm. Was that mm, as in, should you action surge? Action surge? (laughs) See, I haven't used my bonus action yet, have I? I think you're addicted to actions because with the haste and everything, now you're just like, I need more actions. Yeah. All right. So let's see. I'm going to use bonus action uh, to fainting attack to cancel out the, the disadvantage on this first swing. Perfect. Uh, only to roll a big fat five on the die for a 14 to hit. No, your dice have a good sense of humor to them. I'll, you know, say whatever you want about them being plastic, but you know. 16. 16. Uh, I'm actually pretty sure 16 meets it. All right. Uh, and then a big fat two on the last die, so. Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, what you got for damage, though? Uh, 14 points of... Nice. Yeah, only a resource die, a once <laughs> per long rest ability... <laughs> to, to deal an extra 14 points of damage. Nice. Hey, man. Someone's dead. Now Anton can come steal your glory. So, uh, Anton, the refrigerator magnet, you're up. 
I actually wanted to see if I could, if there was any way I could use the rod to do mass cure wounds on us. I don't know if I could grab the rod since I'm a magnet staff. Well, luckily it's only made out of wood, so you'd be able to pull it off. Yeah, let's do it. Just reach out from where your refrigerator magneted and just poke and nothing more hell with the staff. A, sta- a quarter staff is a reach ro- weapon, yes or no? No, I don't believe so. I don't think so. Let me just um see what I get for mass cure wounds. Uh, no, but it is versatile. Mass cure wounds? Ooh, not bad. Um, what the fuck did I get? Ooh, mask. 24 for everybody. 24 for everybody. Nice. 24 for everybody. Yeah. I need that. Impressive. <laughs> so using the uh the healing staff, you say? Yes, I use the stick. Staff. Um not a stick. I'm being silly. Be Sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm only kidding. I actually have when we got Magnetized. Was that technically an attack? No spells. No like, name. I use combat. like could I use could I have used warding flare as a reaction in that case? No, because it was just a saving throw for you guys. Oh yeah. Okay, never mind. Um, Kliga think... isn't able to get the healing because she's in the ethereal plane. That's okay uh, because she hasn't oh, taken no. any damage yet this combat. Except from Jarzak, and there's some some wounds <laughs> that even healing can't cure, you know? <laughs> there's some things that some <laughs> some cuts are just deeper than others. Uh, well Jarzak definitely looks bloody, so <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. I have an interesting idea. Dan, can I prep my sunblade so on my next move I could try to like crack open this guy like a can opener? Just the metal with the sub blade, like the holster at the ready to to summon the blade, so it stabs right into it. Yeah, I'm thinking like lightsaber going through a metal door kind of deal. Like yes, you can you can certainly prepare that. I'm gonna prepare that. Okay, very good. All right, um, and that brings us, um, well, yeah, because you did that action. Okay, perfect. So now it goes to them. Our friend, the uh, refrigerator, is at this point going to try to, okay, not do that. It, instead of this point standing around the room looking at the survivors here, uh, is just going to start trying to pummel everybody while carrying his refrigerator Anton with him. Um, So it's going to swing in a couple hits uh, at advantage. So I guess that cancels out for who who's dodging. Uh, not me actually anymore. That's not good. Nope. So one swing in on Norhill, which is a twenty-six to hit, and one swing on Jarzak, which which mine will had be advantage. A disadvantage. Oh, okay, perfect. So in that case, I missed with that one with a seventeen. Right. Okay. Uh, Norhill is going to use his reaction to warding maneuver against that twenty-six. Okay, bringing your armor class up to. Uh, let's see, thirty even. Jesus H. Christ. Okay, so as it misses terribly as you warding maneuver your way out of that one, our friend the chain guy starts whipping in more chains. Uh, Since he already holds um, Jarzak in place, he whips two more out for Norhill instead. Okay, and with both attacks, he misses. 
as a 17 and an 18 dink off of your shield. Um, nice. Uh, at this point, um, that is the end of their turn, and it goes to Kalaskai. And Kalaskai, being the dastardly fiend she is, stands there, heartily wounded, and she puts on the most convincing face she could to look not unlike the queen, who is apparently still in the room chained up. And she turns to you all and she says, You've all made a grave mistake. Please stop. It's me. It's been me all along. Somebody did cast a spell in this combat. And so with that, I'm going to need everybody... Uh, if Klika can see her, then Klika's going to have to roll for it as well. But you're all going to have to roll a wisdom saving throw. I it It's vaguely worded how sight works. Give me a sec. Natural a, one. A crit? <laughs> Very good, Jarzak. Thank God. 23 total. <laughs> nice. You say 14? 14. Oh, Jesus. No. <laughs> <laughs> the refrigerator magnets pissed. Uh, so while on the ethereal plane, everything that I would normally be able to see or hear is cast in shades of gray. So you can, I'll let you roll it at advantage. I think that seems like a fair mid ground for that. See, she's in like the not the talky era of television when you're in the ethereal plane. So instead, you just hear Dixieland jazz, and then it pulls up text. Well, so great. Really I got a 19 play. and a 20, so fucking perfect. Good. So, so both 20. you and Jarzak, you and Jarzak do not fall for this, but Norhill and Anton feel very compelled uh, by this speech and realize perhaps this is not actually Kaliskai and this is some strange sort of magics. And at this point, she says, please stop them. Kill them if you must, but they'll kill me, the true queen of this land. And at this point, both Norhill and a very magnetized Anton feel a very <laughs> strong urge to lay the pain down on Kalika and Jarzak. Jarzak, uh, who appears to be on. very well tied yeah, up. They, they, there might be some room for interpretation here, because Norhill didn't like her even when he thought she was the queen. So Too bad, you're charmed. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it's different. Now she seems nice. She's a very nice man. Okay, yeah. so at this point... What, did you have something to say? I was gonna say Norhill just realizes that maybe he was just being a kind of a jerk the whole time up until this point. Right. Norhill has to apologize. Norhill That's realizes he should have gotten knighted. <laughs> um, okay, so now that her round is over, it goes to Jarzak, who is not charmed, but he is very well grappled. Is she still on the physical plane? Indeed, she is. Okay. Uh I will also say, if you're using metal weapons, because you're standing next to the refrigerator when you're attacking, you're going to take disadvantage because of it. Oh, no, Jarzak's going to use his teleport. <laughs> Just a hot five feet over from the refrigerator. Uh, yeah, pre pretty much. Yeah. The, like, or right oh, here, yeah. Know. Yeah, okay, fair enough. So I have flanking as well? Yeah. Yep. Perfect. Well, no, because <laughs> Anton's also trying to kill you, so for what it's worth, I don't think the refrigerator magnet that's trying to kill you is going to help much. I was like thinking that Anton healed you, so he still has like the Healy stick in one hand and is just like swinging a baguette at you guys. Well, I don't still have the 
the the fire sword. No, well, I mean it's it's still an ally on the other side of the person. So yeah, we're not interpreting our grappled enemy of an ally as a flanking bonus. Okay, you just don't want me to crit with Domero's luck. I get it. <laughs> I really don't. My campaign will come to a crashing halt. Twenty-five to hit, and a twenty-four to hit. Oh, both of them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're both good. And are you swinging with Domero's luck? Yeah, yeah. Oh Jesus! The only one worthy of the sword was Klika so far. <laughs> Very good. Very interesting thing you've got figured out there for yourself. So what do we got for damage? Uh, you know, math's hard sometimes. Sometimes it's twenty nine. So Nine. at this point, yeah. anything else? Uh, I'm going to use my gauntlet to heal. Excellent. Or, you know what? I'll use it for damage, because who needs to heal when you can just kill something instead? <laughs> okay. What kind of damage uh, does it deal? Uh, acid or poison. I'm going to choose acid, because that usually works on like everything. <laughs> That's a good idea, because poison may not work as good on her, being yeah. a fiend and all. Okay. Pies. I was going to say, how much extra damage does the gauntlet do? It only carries four charges, and it's a D8. So, so I'm four D8? All the charges, yeah. Nice. Uh, that's 19 acid damage. So she's bloodied at this point. What did that attack look like? Jarzak just looks down at his glove, and he's like, I guess it's time to go back to my roots and just reaches out the gauntlet and like bugs start pouring out of it and just popping and exploding acid all over the queen. Ew. Yeah. Okay. So she <laughs> shrieks at this point and again calls out for Norhill and Anton to help her. And if that's the end of your turn. Yep. We now go to Kalika. We'll just reappear back where she left. And she's going to try not to fuck it up on the queen this time and roll two ones. <laughs> Come on. I believe in you. All right. So that's a 23 to hit. Uh, so that's 35 damage. Assuming Hold on. Roll me a charisma saving throw. It's about to get really fucking funny. 15. How much? 15. 15? Yeah. Oh my god, it actually worked. So at this point, when you go to stab in, she looks to you again, looking like the queen, and she's like, Klika, I read all the letters. I care so much about you. Please don't. And as you swing in, you are redirected at the nearest valid target. So, again, I don't think Klika would normally attack Anton, but because Anton is a refrigerator magnet sitting on the front of this thing and is the closest valid target. Oh, you're not even in reach of it. Well, I know. Jarzak would be the closest valid target. No. Oh, the revenge is sweet, isn't it? Mm. That's true. Okay. So, yeah, I guess Jarzak's getting the dagger instead. So, what did you get on that attack roll? Uh, 23 to hit. Jarzak, does that hit? It is it still a disadvantage for me? Then I would imagine so. So if you want, you can roll the second die. 
Well, I rolled it at advantage, but so I will see if I get. Have you just redo the roll naturally? All right. Well, no, because you don't get the flank. So yeah, just at disadvantage. Or just take the lower roll because you already yeah. rolled twice. <laughs> yeah. So which would be a twelve? That that's a mess. Right. <laughs> Very good. So I guess that's kind of unfortunate having Kleeka attack a Jarzak now. Now Jarzak's like, all right, well, listen, I know I deserved it, but okay. Sure. Now, uh, you have another attack? Yeah, I'm going to spend two sorcery points and attack again. Kleeka, okay. I said I was sorry. No, you didn't. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I didn't hear Kleeka's, it. Kleeka, i in a different dimension. <laughs> all right, that's a 25 to hit. Okay, that's good. That's going to be 31 damage. So she is verily wounded on that one. Um, Okay, is that it for Kalika? Yes. Okay, so now Norhill, uh, it's your turn. And you are still Uh, currently charmed to do her bidding. That is to dispose of those two. Do the golems still represent uh, clear present danger? They do, but you've been given the task of attacking the other two. All right. Uh, is Klika still in? Yes. Okay. Didn't so... Norhill get grappled, though, by the chain one? And he stuck nope. to the magnet? No? No, uh, Anton stuck to the magnet, but the chain wasn't able to get him. So Norhill is going to move to flank uh, Jarzak with Kaliskai. Why did it have to be Jarzak? He was the closer one. Wait, does this flanking count, but mine didn't? Well, Callus guy is an active threat. Uh, Anton's so just a guy in a refrigerator. Flanking yeah. with Callus guy will get rid Cancels of the disadvantage up. for the cloak of displacement. Oh no! All right, so that uh, is going to be a dirty twenty to hit. That's a miss. Okay, thank God. I mean, darn uh, twenty-eight. That that's a hit. Um, I uh, forgot those more. Yes. Okay. All right. Um. And then I have to try to kill you. So, um, I'm going to spend a superiority die. In the same respect that he didn't have to go max out with it, you can just roll a normal attack. Jarzak also could have gone way more hamburger helper on him and just like beat the fuck out of Klika. We didn't do that. It's okay if you just do a normal attack for the same reason Klika didn't get beat up. Yeah. I mean, but Jarzak is holding Dormro's lock. Norhill doesn't want any part of that, and Norhill's a <laughs> tactician fighter. That's fair. <laughs> okay, go ahead. I was hoping so you're going to take the going freebie. To be a um, disarming strike. Oh, no. So let me lean way forward and try to read my ability because almost nothing we ever fight uh, wields weapons. All right. Uh, so you need to make a DC 16 strength saving throw or drop your weapon at your feet. It's going to be real fucked up when the chain golem picks it up. Yeah. No, tomorrow's luck falls. Reach. <laughs> oh, no. uh, luckily, I didn't do a huge amount of damage. 13 points of magical, this time piercing, as Norhill flips it around to the uh, pick side. Uh, piercing and lightning damage. Okay. And Norhill has a bonus action. Right. Oh, God, no, what are you going to do with that? 
Oh, yeah. Oh, I have a hasted action, too. Norhill's going to attack again with a hasted action. I, I mean, just say, Norhill's kicked weapons away from other people before yeah, I was gonna say, his opponents. Uh, let's see, a dirty 20 misses on the hasted action, though. But Norhill's going to use the bonus action to kick away the weapon as far as he can. Okay. Um, since the chain thing's not a threat to you anymore, we're going to say you kick it in the direction of the chain thing away from them. I just want to see when the, the chain picks up Dormo's luck. Open floor away from... I was really hoping it would get just stuck to the fucking magnet monster and activate Domero's luck when it hits it. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I will allow it. I'm gonna I'm gonna roll a strength <laughs> check to see. I got a four. So yeah, that thing, as soon as you kick it, it just like whom and just goes flying towards it. Now I'm gonna roll just an attack with the magical bonus on it. Uh I got a 17, so technically that counts as a hit. So the thing flies over and bonks into it. Not for very much damage at all, but enough damage that it's kind of funny. It would have been really good. There was a good chance it was going <laughs> to hit Anton instead. I mean, there was also a 5% chance they crit, too. Yeah. Somewhere in a different dimension, Anton remains a refrigerator magnet. <laughs> With the Healy well, staff and acts as a healing vending machine in a different dimension. Um, okay, so if that's the end of your onslaught on the, your party member, uh, we go to Anton now. Yes. Um, just want to make sure one thing. Do we have to roll a dice to tentatively break from the charm? Yes. So, Norhill, you actually get a wisdom check right now. Right, meow. I have a bonus of any kind. No, I rolled a 10. That's so you're enough. still charmed. You did it. <laughs> I don't think I did it. <laughs> Man, if Norhill right, kills so, somebody, that's going to be the end of Norhill's character. Yeah, it's not going to be good. So, uh, Anton stands there with the uh, sun sword in hand. You could attempt to peel yourself off of it for your action if you'd like to, to try to actually attack them. Yeah, I, like... I mean, I think that makes the most sense. Okay, so go ahead and roll either dexterity or strength, <laughs> athletics or acrobatics if you got them. Uh, one second. Mm-hmm. Dex, dex strength, acrobatics, or athletics. I'll try athletics. I got a why is nothing popping up? I got a nineteen. Okay. So you're able to peel yourself off of it as well. So you fall from the refrigerator ungrappled. Oh boy. Uh, directly uh, near Callus Guy. But that was okay. your action, so you, technically you can only move now. And just checking in, can definitely see Jarzak. Norhill's on the other side of him. Kleek is still in the other plane. Did you disappear? Mm-hmm. No, Kleek oh my is God. here. No, Kleek was here. Okay, so I guess I would. I I guess I'd I'd go for Kleek. I'd, I'd get ready to move on Kleeka. Okay, we'll say you move a step away from the refrigerator, and you can roll yeah. a wisdom saving throw now. Now, if you fail on this, I have no hope. Oh boy. <laughs> what did you get? I got, I got eleven. And that's what that passes. I was mistaken last time. I thought it was ten, but it's actually eleven. You gotta stop reading my notes, Ryan. So yes, at this sorry. point, you're still on a murderous rampage for your teammates. <laughs> um, but if that's the end of your turn, uh, now wait, we can wait, go I'm to. Wait, wait, our... I'm still, I'm still, I'm still, um, charmed. Yeah. Ryan oh, was just fucking with you. 
Yeah, oh, yeah, no. not great. So at this point, um, Refrigerator Gollum scoots up and tries swinging in on Kalika with both hands, being the closest one. Which is um, rude as shit. I think a 25 hits. Yeah, I'll cast shield. <laughs> Very good. You know, perfect. Uh, our chain friend now begins to whip both chains in on Jarzak. As if it hadn't been doing that already. Um, I take it... What's our armor class? 21. And it's a disadvantage. Okay. Ooh, okay. So on the second one, I got a 20 at the highest roll. So it misses with both chains. Very good. Ooh, that's good, because it's done enough damage where it would have dropped me every time. So I'm assuming that's like... <laughs> <laughs> well, that's unfortunate, because now it goes to Kalaskai. And Kalaskai uh, looks around the room in a very panicked state. And as she does so, she says something aloud that you guys barely make out under her breath. But in the din of battle, she looks back and forth and she says, What do you mean? No. There's still time. And with that, she takes a few steps backwards. She didn't have Booming Blade on her, did she? She does. That's <laughs> how so that goes off. Absolutely does. <laughs> Ten damage. Okay. So that the booming blade goes off, shred, implodes upon her, and she continues to march out of there. Um, and as she does so, uh, Jarzak, technically, if you had a reaction, you could do an attack of opportunity. Both of you guys could as she starts to march away. I use yeah. mine on shield. Yeah, I'll do that. And as she walks away, still staring around the room, looking towards the corners of the ceiling in here, she says, please forgive me. There's still time. Uh, soft 20. Okay, that's good. Uh, it's 17 damage. Okay. Uh, describe your kill as the fated succubi queen Kaliskai dies under the weight of your blow. Uh, as... You know, Domro's luck gets like shot away from Jarzak. He just instantly gets it called back to his hand because <laughs> it's a, his packed weapon. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, and it, as soon as it gets back in his hand and she starts to run, he just swings it in to okay. try and like smack her in the back of the head, right on the booty. Try and get that crit. <laughs> okay. So as you smack her in the back of the head, she tumbles forward and falls to the ground and lays there sort of limp, coughing up blood. And as she looks around the room again, she says, Please, forgive me. I... There's still time. And she falls limp. And as she does so, the chain golem also falls limp. The metallic magnetic pile falls limp as well. And both the enchantments upon Norhill and upon Anton fall as well. And as the party stand here, the very confused sort of sense looking around the room and wondering what she was staring at, a voice intrudes upon each and every one of your head with a level of clarity that you had not really anticipated. Jarzak, for a moment, has an odd memory flit back into his head from being within the dwarven mines beneath the twin halls. As you hear a strange clear intrusion say do you have any idea what you have done to ruin our plans 
You fools have ruined everything. And as this goes off in all your heads and you look around to where the sound could have come from, flitting images become reality as from invisible states, a group of six, eight, ten, all these tentacled purple beings floating in the air around the chamber look down upon you very disapprovingly. And we will end it as one of them says, You have ruined everything, but there is still time. Hey everyone, I want to thank you all for listening to another episode of the podcast. It really means a lot to me to have everybody listening in. And if you have anything you'd like to say, any comments or anything like that, shoot me a tweet over at ygrognard on Twitter, or you can even send me an email at younggrognard at gmail.com. I look forward to everything you guys have to say, and it's always a pleasure to engage with anybody listening to the show. And as always, be sure to keep things... Dungeons. Dungeons.